0: You are listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. If we look to the answer as to why for so many
1: years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth the price for this freedom at times has been high but we have never been unwilling to pay that price <laughs>
0: To do, what you gonna do when, they
2: come.
0: when the police come for you in a communist country, which we're headed towards, the government controls the police, and they will come for you. In a freedom-loving country, we, the people, own the police. We, the people, are first. And when we have issues and we need law enforcement, then we call those law enforcement. Or if we're doing something wrong, then that law enforcement officers corrects us. However, like I said, in a communist country, All the police are controlled by the government. And there is no telling when they're going to come for you. And you see what is happening is they are destroying the foundation of America. And destroying the police force for a reason. To control you. Many of us don't understand it that way. See, we control the police. When we need help, when we are in a dire situation, or we break the law, then the police comes in and gets involved. In a communist country, they're always attacking us. No matter if you did anything wrong, if you're against the government, against anything that the society deems necessary to send the police to take care of you, they will do it. And what I mean by take care of you, you have no liberties. And they have full power to arrest you, handcuff you, put you in a car, whatever it is, and drag you off to a gulag, into prison. That is not how America works. But we're getting there. We're getting to a point where they're going to destroy and working towards destroying the police force and taking it over by the government. Law enforcement today has lots of challenges. And those challenges is because of the left. They got to wear video cameras and they got to show everybody that they're doing the right thing. And then as they show that the left and the government is only concentrating on when they do wrong and then they explode it. And they use that as their ability to continue their narrative that police force are bad. There's a great video on PragerU that you got to listen to where this black woman used to be part of Black Lives Matter, and she realized that she was wrong. And the reason she realized, because she was stopped by a white cop. And the first thing the cop said, she was under distress, because she was concerned that this cop was going to harm her. And the first thing that this cop said to her she was speeding or whatever, was, I'm not going to harm you. And had a pleasant conversation about her speeding. And it ended up where she was relieved. And it changed her mindset completely about the police officers. So she ended up leaving Black Lives Matter because she's been lied to for all of this time, and then she started doing research and found out that zero28 percent of the police force actually do wrong compared to all of those that do right. We have a great police force in this country but it doesn't match the narrative. I heard something today that kind of threw me on a left field. And what I heard was Al Sharpton speaking. Al Sharpton, in my mind, I've never heard anything that this person had to say that was true ever of anything that ever came out of this man's mouth. And the reason I was shocked is because he actually said the truth on MSNBC. Now, Fox replayed this, and I'm going to play this for you so you can hear what I heard. Maybe there's a glimmer of hope that things are changing because if you can change this guy's mind then you can change the world. And this is what Al Sharpton said on MSNBC. That they're not only losing
2: white dudes in the upper Midwest, they're losing people of color. They're losing people of color because they really don't get the people of color's life. If you are living in a city, in a neighborhood that is inundated with crime, And you act like that is not an issue. You've already lost me. That is an issue. Yes, we must deal with policing. I've been out in front of that. But you cannot ignore when 12 year old kids who somebody's niece and neighbor is killed and you act like that's a non-issue because you're too elitist to live on the ground. We don't want to be manipulated by right wing elitist billionaires by left-wing guys that don't understand our life on the ground, that is living in fear of crime, that yeah. is living as a result of inflation, that is that is killing us. Many parts of this country, we need gas to go to work. These beltway elitists, that these limousine liberals here in New York, don't live in the real world, and blacks have to, and browns have to deal with the real world every day, yeah, and we free. don't sit That's in crowded great. subways okay. reading.
0: That- he that brought me to listen to what he was talking about was the real world. That the blacks and the browns, whatever, I mean, he's a racist guy, I get it, have to live in the real world. Well, so does everybody else. Doesn't matter what the skin color is, we all have to live in the real world. And the real world has faithful service police officers that serve the communities that they're in however there are so many criminals there's so many people in this country that are committing crimes and the leftist judges and All of these people that are in charge are allowing these criminals to continue and not defend the police. The attorney generals of the states, the prosecutors are being lenient on these people. And it is a terrible thing. And it doesn't necessarily belong to the leftists or the Democrats. Because politicians, all of them, pick a side, they're just as corrupt. Here is a great example that I'm going to tell you where it doesn't matter which side. In New York, Senate Republican leader joins the New York City Council members to call for stop to pro-criminal policies out of Albany, New York. And this is from the New York Senate.gov website. So it's nysenate.gov. You got to check this out. Last Friday, Governor Hochul, whatever her name is, the one that replaced, you know, the criminal guy, signed the less is more bill into law. And despite the bill not taking effect until March, ordered the blanket release of nearly 200 criminals from Rikers Island, New York. Earlier this week, the release of 17 criminals, including a suspected hatchet murderer in Monroe County, sparked outrage from law enforcement officials who were not even notified. So this is what they're doing. And they're doing this From a political standpoint, listen to what I'm telling you. These people, these politicians don't care about society and what's happening. What they care about is the little bandwagon of corruption, of funding, whatever word you want to put on there, this is where these people are. And it's a shame to the liberty. They are giving up the liberty, the liberty of Americans to be able to live their life in peace because of political focus, political advancement, whatever word you want to put on it. And you think, that it's never-ending? I do. And here's another one. Illinois' law allows defendant on home confinement to be unmonitored two days a week, leading to more crimes. So they allowed this person to not be monitored And this is what happens. One provision of the Safe Tea Act, a criminal justice reform law in Illinois, prevents or permits defendants in home confinement to be unmonitored two days a week. As one would expect, defendants have gone on to commit crimes during those times. Look, if you're a criminal, you're a criminal. Whether you're in a prison or whether you're in society. The difference is, if you're a criminal and you have that in your body to cause harm and hate, discontent to society, just because you come out of a prison non-reformed in that prison doesn't mean that you're going to stop when you get in society. And this is a great case of that, of how they're releasing all of these prisoners thinking in their stupid leftist minds that all of a sudden, just because you release them from jail, they're, they're not going to commit any more crimes? There is thousands, listen, thousands of examples of this. Of people coming out of prison, going right back in society, and just continuing where they left off. Here's another one. New York City, of course. New York City's revolving door injustice repeat offenders to blame for soaring crime rate, police say. Again, all of this is in the show notes and you can go check it out. And the majority of this is from law enforcement today. Repeat offenders are fueling a crime wave in New York City. According to the New York Police Department, which, by the way, is a leftist police department. Think about what I'm telling you. That is no surprise to the police, residents, and criminals alike. For the first three months of 2022, crime rose a stunning 44% in the five boroughs that compromised New York City, according to New York Police Department data released on April 6th. Al Sharpton. Remember that when he's talking about? We're releasing all these people back into society, and they just keep doing it. Oh, here comes the big one. And this just happened. Suspect in Sacramento mass shooting out of jail early, despite 10-year sentence. Now six people are dead. Far-left criminal justice reform policies have claimed another six lives while leaving nearly a dozen injured. This time in Sacramento, California, after a deadly April the 3rd shooting. We are now learning that at least one of the suspects has an extensive criminal history and should have been locked up at the time of the shooting, according to the post-millennial news. I'm just, I'm straught reading this. Where in the world has this country gone? Why can we not understand that the purpose of locking someone up is to protect the society that's outside those prison doors? You got to understand that's how simple it is. If a criminal reforms, and I'm telling you, the prison knows. They know when the acts are reformed in the prison environment, when they go for parole and all that. But when you have a society and a governor and a district attorney, all these people deciding just to let them out, they're going against the prison system that has been around for years. And lots of people in prison have been reformed, but they're not released by the governor or any of those people. They're released by the prison when the prison determines that they will not commit another crime when they get out. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll continue more of... What is actually happening with the police department and these absolute leftist
3: crazy people. Law enforcement, the thin blue line. To some it's nothing more than a picture of a line, to others it is a family crest. But each year that line becomes thinner and thinner. More and more of our guardians are taken from us, not just because of what they do, But because of who they are, law enforcement officers. It's gonna be a long one, another graveyard shift.
1: As he says goodbye to his wife and kids, it's been his life, just like his dad's, driving away under the weight of the badge seen it all in his 15 years Watching our backs, facing our fears Lord knows it ain't no easy task Keeping us safe under the weight of the badge He swore that oath to protect and serve Pours his heart and soul into both those words. He lays his life on the line and the line he walks, his rays are fine Tempered strength is always tough But he ain't gonna buckle under the weight of the bag Not that long ago, he woke up in the hospital with his wife and kids praying by his bed. He said, "I'm gonna be all right. There's just sometimes you gotta fight, and the truth is nothing truer could be said. I do it for us,
3: and I do it for them." Under the weight of the There is so much that is expected of law enforcement today. What society as a whole cannot figure out is put upon the shoulders of law enforcement. So much is asked of us, including our lives, and what do we see in return? Protests targeted as though we are a game. Many of our brothers and sisters might be gone in the physical sense, But their spirit and memory live on in each of us. It
1: doesn't
3: weigh a lot
1: until you put it on, and the weight of it is staggering. When duty calls each time, he knows he's got an answer, and it's all in the hand of The badge, and he ain't gonna buckle under the weight of the badge. No, he ain't gonna buckle under the weight
3: of the badge. Blessed are the peacemakers, because they shall be known as the children of God. Be strong, be safe, and never quit. And may God bless all of you.
0: So we talked about all these prisoners being released and doing more crimes. Now what we're going to do is we're going to shift to the war on the cops. Which is even more drastic. Because there's a lot of people in this country, whether they come out of prison or never served in prison, that now has a green light from the administration of this country. Listen to what I'm telling you. The administration, the government, has given these people a green light to attack cops because the government Refuses to outright support the police department. That simple. When I say government, it's across the board. A lot of states and the federal government. This is from Florida. And as we know, the majority of Florida is a conservative state. But you have big cities like every other state and you're going to have these deranged idiots in their mind that want to attack the cops. Because they're being told that cops are bad. And if you get involved in a cop telling you that you're wrong, whatever it is, then you got to defend yourself against the cop. So this is from St. Lucie, Florida. Routine police calls are never routine. Just ask St. Louis County Deputy Sheriff, County Calago. The incident began at approximately 11 p.m. on March 23rd when a 21-year-old Liel Mitchell, Day crashed into a tree and rolled her vehicle in the 12,000 block of South Indiana River Drive, according to WFLA News. The 22 year old deputy arrived at the scene of the reported car crash and he found the vehicle empty. Witnesses told the deputy. A young woman exited the vehicle and ran down a nearby embankment. Within minutes, she was safely located by the police officer. The woman had a brief conversation with the deputy before she was asked to return to the road. He did a phenomenal job. He was helpful, compassionate with her, Chief Deputy Brian Hester said at a thursday news conference hey we're gonna help you come on let's get back up here you don't have to be afraid the officer told her the situation quickly turned ugly according to the saint lucie sheriff's office After climbing approximately two to three stairs going back up towards the road, so she's going back to the car, he's helping her to get her up there to get her help because of the car wreck, the car crash. And without provocation, turned around and stabbed the police officer in the neck, cutting his corroded... Artery. As she ran off, the injured deputy fired a shot at her but missed. <laughs> Did you I'm I'm at a loss. I'm absolutely at a loss. This police officer tried everything to calm her down, so I'm gonna take care of you whatever, and then she attacked the police officer. Here's another one. There's many of them. Here's another one. Alabama special agent, stabbed multiple times at McDonald's, takes down attacker with the help of a good Samaritan. Again, this is from Law Enforcement Today. Phoenix City, Alabama, a special agent with the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency, who was stabbed multiple times Monday afternoon in Phoenix City, was able to capture his attacker with the aid of a good Samaritan. Despite his injuries, the officer pursued the assailant and was able to take him into custody with the help of an unidentified bystander. Look, these stories go on and on and on. American people are being told that the officers are bad, and they're not. There's a very, very small percentage of these great patriots that support and defend the citizens of their county, their state, every single day. They put their lives on the line every day. And there's millions of people that are being brainwashed that these are the bad guys. If it wasn't for law enforcement and enforcing the laws... It would be total chaos, and that is where we are going, and that is the narrative of the communists that have taken over this country. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. The communists are controlling this country. Don't ever think different. You're talking about liberty and freedom, democracy. There is virtually no one in the government that understands that democracy as we know it, as America was founded, is in trouble because they're blinded and the politicians only care about being a politician. And if we don't stand up as people, as a massive force in this country, to control the government, control the politicians, and get back to where they work for us, and go back to living a free, liberty, Life where I'm not afraid to walk out my door, whether I'm in Chicago or whether I am in whatever city in the country, in the middle of nowhere. It needs to be the same, but it's not. And the reason it's not is because of politicians. It's because of the New World Order and the World Economic Forum, George Soros, go down the road, infiltrating America and destroying, purposely destroying, our way of life. What can you do about it? We can vote these people out of office, local, county, state, federal. And not only that. We can unite together that when these incidents happen, millions of people rise up, just like they did with George Floyd or whatever. We need to start rising up when these politicians put in or change the laws or let people out of prison. We need to protest Just like the truckers did in Canada, just like the truckers are doing in America. We need to get off our butt and have millions of people protest in every single state against the government. Or they're going to continue their narrative and they're going to continue to control us. Last but not least, go to conventionofstates.com if you haven't been there. And also, tell your friends and your family. Because from a legal standpoint, peaceful standpoint, the Convention of States is the only way that we're going to be able to control the spending, the term limits, and the size of this government. Nothing else is going to work except, which we will never want to face, is go back to 1776 and have a a tremendous revolution, millions of people with arms against the federal government. And I pray to God every day, especially as a U.S. Marine for 20 years, That never happens. This is the Gunny out.